Hello and welcome to the Infinite Creators Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am your host, Chloe, and I want you to know that my intention behind this podcast is and always will be to expand your heart and your mind and help you discover new ideas, thoughts, and ways of being. I hope that with each episode, you leave this space feeling inspired, filled with love, and ready to take action in creating a life that is worth living. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome to episode seven of the Infinite Creators podcast. Today, as maybe some of you know, I'm having Abby, who's one of my really good friends on the podcast, and we're really excited to chat with you because we've had very similar paths over the last few weeks, months, and both of us have sat in on really beautiful sacred ayahuasca ceremonies, and we have tons of people asking so many questions and We know this is just a really sought after topic these days, so we're going to try and focus this episode around um, our experiences with ayahuasca or just our opinions. And we also ran a really cool question box poll thing to answer a lot of your questions that you had. And yeah, Avi and I have connected through Breakaway Movement, and she's now one of my really close friends, and we're here in Australia recording this from the makeshift Infinite Creators <laughs> studio, aka my bedroom. Um, so yeah, welcome, Avi. Really excited to have you, and I know that this conversation is going to be very profound. Mm. Thanks, Chloe. So happy to be here with all of you. And on the Infinite Creators Podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Abby, as Chloe said. Um, I'm originally from Minnesota and yeah, moved away last year and have just always been so passionate about traveling and consciousness and spirituality and helping others, which has led me down a beautiful path of self-discovery. And um, yeah, I now am living between Bali and Kauai last six months. Anywho, yeah, excited to download all the light and love and share um, all of it with you guys today. Yeah, we're going to try and make the primary focus, as I said, of this podcast just on really self-discovery through plant medicine, but it may veer off in different topics. But as always, we'll just try and keep this like a really casual, cool um, conversation between Abby and I. This is Abby's first time on the podcast of many, I'm sure. So I always start out on the podcast with asking just what your favorite personal development practice is as of lately. Um, so yeah, if you want to share that and then we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the first thing that came to mind um, as of lately, lately as in I guess the past couple of months, my favorite um, yeah, self-development practice is to just completely practice um, presence and being in my body each and every morning for at least the first 30 minutes of every day. So whether I am literally just waking up to the sound of the birds or looking at a tree or listening to some music, drinking my lemon water to just really like um, see, taste, touch, feel, experience every single thing um, and to just be completely in my body before I try and serve others or go outwards into the world and into my day. Um, Yeah, I found that to be super helpful and grounding um, part of my day. Yeah, amazing. We've had, Abby's been staying here at our house in Australia and we've just been slowly doing our thing in the morning and we have such a beautiful porch and patio to be able to observe the birds and the clouds and the trees which sounds so ridiculous, <laughs> but it's such a beautiful practice. Um, such yeah. a gift. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, so Abby and I, just a few hours ago, prior to recording this, we put up a question box on my Instagram story, just getting a feel for what you guys would like to hear on this podcast, because we know there's so many questions and levels of curiosity out there. So we're pretty much just going to start this podcast by answering some of these. We picked like seven or eight questions that we really liked and we plan to just elaborate on each one of these questions to the best of our ability maybe like a little bit of my view and a little bit of Abby's view or whatever feels right with each question I think this will be really insightful and 
yeah, just informational for a lot of you that have so much um, curiosity around the topic. So um, the first question we had, which I guess we can get into, is are there any physical changes we've noticed since um, completing an ayahuasca ceremony? I'm assuming this question is more so just like on whether our body or our health or our mm -hmm. diet. Um, so I guess I'll have you, Abby, elaborate on this first and then we can talk about it together. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's I love that question. Um, I would say um, for sure I've noticed physical changes in my body and in my well-being. Um, yeah, ayahuasca is such a beautiful, sacred medicine. I can't emphasize that enough. That really just returns you to the purest form of you and to the purest form of the earth, which in turn makes me crave nothing but the purest form of foods and high quality just organic beautiful foods like literally spinach sounds so good right now <laughs> um just foods that make me feel alive so I've really been prioritizing yeah starting my day with lemon water congan water celery juice and then just beautiful plant foods throughout the day that are actually nourishing me and making me feel alive which all of this in turn has increased all of my energy levels. Like my energy levels have skyrocketed. I have not drank any caffeine barely since post-ceremony. Um, yeah, I just love moving my body in a whole new way. So grateful to be here just existing um, and feeling so alive. Yeah. So yeah, I would say just really return me back to feeling alive and prioritizing my well-being and my health because literally what we put inside our bodies is how we feel and how we show up in the world. Yeah, totally. I just realized that we should probably really quickly, for anyone who doesn't know what ayahuasca is, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, just just really quickly explain that before we go into these questions. So Very true. Um, yeah, generally speaking, ayahuasca is a really incredibly sacred plant medicine that originated in the Amazonian basin or Amazon basin with the Amazonian people, um, primarily throughout South America, but obviously now it is used by shamans and in sacred spaces all over the world. Um, but it's, I was recently, I was reading on it obviously over the many years, but it's been used, I think dated since back, I don't even know, like some. 1000 BC or something mm -hmm. ridiculous. Long time. <laughs> um, so this medicine has been used for centuries and it's now becoming like a really um, integral part of the spiritual world, just helping people through different healing modalities and plant medicine is one of them. So ayahuasca is a root from a tree and it's mixed. How the medicine is actually made is it's mixed almost like a tea, like a stew. So it's like roots mm -hmm. and the plants honestly I couldn't even tell you what the exact name of the plants are mm -hmm. I have them written down <laughs> um but anyways yeah it's basically brewed for like 10 to 12 hours and then usually a, a shaman will serve the medicine in like a sacred ceremonial space um and you drink it you drink like cups of it like tea um and then obviously it begins to have the psychedelic um effects I mm -hmm. guess I it don't doesn't know taste like tea though <laughs> <laughs> it's not an enjoyable cup of tea yeah you basically what Chloe is saying is you go for a six-hour journey um yeah basically through self-discovery and returning to the core of you um yeah we'll get into more of the details of all of that I'm sure in the episode um but yeah, it's a very sacred medicine and it is um, also a really intense healing modality. modality. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So just, yeah, we just wanted to do, I just realized we probably have a lot of <laughs> listeners that don't actually know what ayahuasca right. is. So we encourage you to just look into it, but we'll just scratch the surface with that intro. And yeah, it's basically just a very sacred plant medicine ceremony that should be taken very seriously. It's mm -hmm. not a light or easy um, unmonitored thing that you can do. It's really important that you have a shaman and mm -hmm. a really trusted, um, person serving you the medicine yeah. and in a very safe space. Yeah. So that, that kind of maybe segues easily into the second, um, question we have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone asked how to find legit ceremonies to attend, um, word of mouth or Google. Chloe, um, what would you say on this? 
Yeah, I think it's hard to say. For me personally, I wouldn't trust going to a ceremony or contacting a shaman that like I didn't hear a personal recommendation through Mm -hmm. um, due to the high amounts of curiosity in ayahuasca and plant medicine, I would say maybe over the last like 10 to 15 years specifically, there's a lot of shamans out there that may not have the best intentions because they're trying to monetize like the the production of these ceremonies. And I know a lot of stories of people being in Peru and like in South America being taken advantage of and um, just not being in a really safe, sacred space. So mm-hmm. I think generally speaking, obviously you can do your research on Google and learn like the different areas that are maybe close to you and if there's reviews or something. But I think when you are, what you are seeking is seeking you. So if you start to develop an interest in ayahuasca and you feel a calling towards it and, um, yeah, it starts to interest you and you're researching slowly evidences of you being able to do it and different opportunities and people will start to seek you. You, You'll see that you start Mm -hmm. to hear, um, yes, different things will come into your experience. Like, Oh, I've, I've done ayahuasca. I did this. And that's kind of how it happened for me. Um, so yeah, I think maybe word of mouth or like personal recommendation is probably better than doing any sort of Google search. Yeah, I, I agree. And I obviously only from my personal experience would only really want to sit in ceremony and drink the medicine with, um, yeah, someone that I know and trust and have heard of through word of mouth because having now sat through ceremony, like the environment and the, um, the shamans and the people is so crucial to your entire experience of like the whole weekend or whatever it is. Um, but obviously like your intuition will never, never guide you astray. So if you feel a little bit weird about, you know, looking into a certain thing, then odds are you should not go to that one. Um, and it will just fall into your path exactly when it needs to and it will align perfectly and it will feel so right and divine um so yeah always just tune in and um to yourself because that's the only way to truly know yeah exactly I remember I've been researching ayahuasca for maybe three or four years now and when I first heard about ayahuasca I was like oh I'm not doing a ceremony unless it's in the Amazon, in Peru, or in Brazil. Like, I want the legit sacred experience. Like, I won't do it unless it's any other way. And then I was fortunate enough to stumble upon one of our close friends' um, parents who run um, ayahuasca retreats, and I began to know them and met them in person and just felt so, so connected to them spiritually Mm -hmm. um, and so safe. And as Abby said, like, the obviously the the medicine taking the medicine is one thing but the the surrounding environment and the people is a whole other thing because this is such a vulnerable experience um just like in what happens to you and yeah just feeling really safe and protected and secure and knowing that whoever is serving you the medicine and running the ceremony has their utmost pure intentions for you and the people in ceremony is, is very, very important. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely keep that in mind. If you do feel called to this medicine, or if you do feel an interest in participating in a ceremony that know that don't take this lightly, like this isn't just like, Oh dude, like I have some mushrooms in the back of my car. Like want to do mushrooms this weekend? <laughs> it's not like that at all. Um, and it requires a lot of like mental preparation and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. So yeah. 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 Just, yeah, use your intuition. Um, definitely research a lot before just diving into something like this. It's not an easy experience by any means, and it requires a lot of preparation. So, yeah, I think that pretty much answers that question. Um, the third question that we got, which actually got a bunch of this same question, is what are our, like, how to compare ayahuasca to magic mushrooms, so psilocybin. Um yeah, I guess I'll have you start, Abby, and then I'll answer that question. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's pretty hard to even compare the two, I suppose. Mm. But if you have um, had experience with psilocybin, um, I would say ayahuasca is that times 100. <laughs> but also just the energy that they carry is very different. Um, I find... I've only done psilocybin a few times, um, but it's more of a, a light-hearted, joyful mm-hmm. experience, which ayahuasca is as well, but it's just, ayahuasca is so much more 
deep and profound and powerful and a lot more um, self-reflective. Like the only person you're going to meet in an Aya ceremony is yourself. Um, like I was assured of this. I was so nervous going into the ceremony. I mean, I think anyone would be. But the reassurance in the only person you're going to meet is yourself um, and your own subconscious amplified essentially um, and it's all about just returning to love returning to innocence returning to the purest form of you um yeah do you have anything to say off of that yeah I think well you can't really compare right. mushrooms and ayahuasca to be honest they're totally different yeah um I think that obviously experimenting with mushrooms prior to ayahuasca mm-hmm. was really helpful to me because that way once I once the effects of the ayahuasca hit me it wasn't like total like holy shit like that feeling of not having any control over like your body kind of and what's happening in your mind and like what you're seeing um because it you do and when you take mushrooms you get a lot of um there's a lot of visuals or like different things you see like sacred geometry or I don't know stuff like that and primarily like when you're doing mushrooms your eyes are open like usually people like to do mushrooms like in the forest or I love doing them on the beach and it's a very external experience so like you're enjoying like the people I mean it's external and internal but it depends as well because you can set up a ceremonial space yeah be in the dark and do totally but for the most part or at least in my or most people's experience I would say like their their eyes are open and they're like enjoying their surroundings whereas ayahuasca is like or is meant to be, like, a totally internal journey. Mm. So, um, I mean, for most people, when you're doing ayahuasca, you're, like, laying on a mattress in, like, a sacred ceremonial space, and your your eyes are closed for the entire, like, six hours or six mm-hmm. to ten hours, whenever, how long, however long the ceremony is. Um, so, yeah, it's really hard to compare, but as Abby said, it's literally, like, mushrooms times a thousand. Mm. Um, and there's also, like purging and purifying involved in ayahuasca yeah as in i mean some people (laughs) depends which end it comes out of but it's very purifying and like you will yeah be purging throughout the ceremony whereas that is not common with psilocybin yeah um so that's a huge part about it about ayahuasca as well yeah and for those of you who aren't maybe familiar with the term purging we mean like vomiting mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you can be purging through the north or the south so literally um yeah but it is like a beautiful purging as well like you almost like it's basically like going through hell to return back to yourself like you literally can purge and like see in the bucket and you're just like wow this is literally all of my emotional baggage and insecurities and, and things toxins. that don't serve me being removed from my body yeah and so it's like a really beautiful thing as well yeah it's a pretty wild feeling so yeah I think that just the major differences and we'll probably re-emphasize this again and again throughout this episode is just mushrooms is something that you can like casually take like (laughs) tomorrow we're gonna go to the beach and eat some mushrooms and it'll be like la-di-da happy times but ayahuasca is something that requires like a dieta like following a specific diet, like we- leading weeks leading up to the ceremony and having a shaman mm-hmm. and having it served in a very sacred ceremonial mm-hmm. space. And of course you can do those with mushrooms, but you can't just casually be like, oh, want to drink some ayahuasca mm-hmm. today? Um, so yeah, just knowing yeah. that it's like a very, very sacred experience and yeah, it's not as yeah. lighthearted necessarily as mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both very sacred medicines and to be used with intention and um, caution mm-hmm. for sure yeah and obviously you can have inc- like I've had incredible downloads and experiences and breakthroughs using mushrooms but yeah ayahuasca is just very different mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's good to do mushrooms before ayahuasca mm-hmm. I would say just so you have like an idea yeah. of what it's like to see those visuals and feel like out-of-body yeah. experiences well as far as like well we always refer to ayahuasca as mother ayahuasca and when you drink her you like you feel it immediately that it's a mother there with you it's a mother figure do you feel like mushrooms have a di- like a sort of energy that you could like label mm. at all or like anything like that not really I kind of feel like mother ayahuasca yeah you really do feel that like feminine like motherly energy like really holding you and nurturing you whereas I feel like mushrooms I feel it's more just like oh I'm 
like dancing with the earth kind yeah, of or connection like, to earth more. yeah mm. yeah what about you yeah i would agree it's more of like a i would say the energy is like of earth of like yeah the energy just like of all earth. encompassing yeah. yep amazing all right so the next question we have which i really like this question um is do you guys think that different plants have different lessons to teach or different paths that all lead to one truth um, I really like that. So I'll have Abby start with that one. Yeah, that's a beautiful question. Um, and we talked about it just a tiny bit before this, but not much. But I definitely um, believe that they're all different paths to one truth. Um, and that is just the path of love and the path to returning to love and the, you know, returning to the truth that everything is love. Like love created this world. Love is in everything. And anything that you see is not love is just an illusion of love mm-hmm. um and or so lack thereof. right and it's all just returning to love um yeah and so there's so many different modalities to return to love whether it is through plant medicines or just through like meditation reflection um you know and all of that internal work but yeah i believe that all of these plants and guides and teachers are all here as tools to return us to love Mm. because love is the highest frequency that exists and love is our purest form like we are love Mm. and we are light um so there are all different tools and modalities to return us to the one truth that is love yep beautiful i think also with that question in terms of like different lessons from different plants i think as Abby said, like it all eventually leads, like all the paths to connect to the one truth, which is love, as Abby said. Um, but m- less general is like ayahuasca. There's different energies to different plants. Like for example, like ayahuasca is like the mother mm-hmm. energy, like the mother nurturing energy and like Hachuma. I don't know if it's pronounced Hachuma or Wachuma, but is known as like the grandfather plant medicine and it opens up your heart center and connects Mm -hmm. you to the divine through your crown chakra so like there's different I would say like energies that are presented through the plants but ultimately as Abby said like it just kind of returns to the one truth which is love Mm -hmm. um and whether those those lessons will be different for everyone ultimately Mm -hmm. yeah like just having to do with your own subconscious and your own past and your own life obviously um, but yeah, really just tools to give you different downloads and insights on how you can return to the purest form of yourself, which is love. Yeah. And the lessons that, I don't know, it's just so crazy. The lessons that you learn through plant medicine, it's just, it's like reading the most profound textbook mm-hmm. <laughs> that just some genius wrote, like, and you're just getting all these different downloads and lessons and things that just make so much sense and they they resonate with you so much because it's the the purest truth Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's really hard to explain if you haven't Mm -hmm. experimented with plant medicine but I really like that question because I think some people yeah would like to know the answer to that but ultimately I think they're all kind of the same thing because obviously it's all medicine from the earth it's all plant medicine it's all connected unity energy um yeah they were all like all of these plants were exist and were put placed on this earth so that to raise the collective consciousness for all of us and yeah to aid as a tool um you know that we can just eat or drink from the earth to yep. return us to the earth to return us to love um yeah yeah i think that i still have a hard time now using ayahuasca even more <laughs> so putting words or like how to comprehend the ridiculously sacred unbelievable power of this medicine it's literally like this crazy consciousness that works through plants and somehow knows everything about you and everything that's going on in your head Mm -hmm. and it's just like whoa how'd you think of that (laughs) some of the lessons that I got through my journey I was just like how the hell did you think to come up with that lesson in such a perfect and divine way Mm -hmm. yeah and you always get what you intend yeah exactly um all right let's go into the next question which is how do you feel about merging into the world post ayahuasca how do you feel after yeah yeah how do you feel after um do you want to start 
You're the freshest out of ceremony. How do you feel? (laughs) So (laughs) I, yeah, I just finished a little over a week ago and I knew that there was going to be a level of integration, what they call it, like after the ceremony, because basically what's happening when you are in ayahuasca is it's like having spiritual surgery. Like it's Mm -hmm. almost like your entire Mm -hmm. spirit or soul your mind, everything about your body was opened up and exposed and dug into and unpacked and really emotional for some, really overwhelming for some, really profound for some, really just all the things. Um, So I didn't really realize really how much that would impact not only my physical body, but my spiritual body and my emotional body and just like your psyche, like just, Mm -hmm. whoa. Um, So for me... I'm, (laughs) I'm still integrating really. Like I'm still getting a grasp on how to, how to find a balance between like the physical world Mm -hmm. and like the spiritual world. Because honestly, when I finished ayahuasca, I just wanted to like throw my phone and my laptop in a river and never (laughs) use them again. And just like live in the forest (laughs) and swim in the ocean every day and just be like a child of the earth, Mm -hmm. which sounds ridiculous, but that's how you feel Mm -hmm. afterwards. You're just like, what even is the physical world? I remember during one of my journeys, I like asked ayahuasca, I was like, how do I go back to the physical world? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, I don't want to do it. Um, because it's so, you just feel so connected and whimsical and yeah connected really so post eye ceremony I'm feeling really good now like Mm -hmm. I'm starting to feel normal and feel okay with um, like working and communicating but definitely you feel and I think Abby would like reiterate the same sentiment but uh you feel like a newborn child like Mm -hmm. very sensitive very tender very fresh out the womb yeah very Mm -hmm. vulnerable to everything like making eye contact with people is like your worst nightmare um communicating being in bright lights Mm -hmm. loud noises like I think Abby and I said this the other day but like all of your senses are extremely heightened Mm -hmm. so everything just seems like too much (laughs) yeah yeah I would agree I think yeah it's so important to at least take like a week after to just not get straight back into the physical world as Chloe's saying um because yeah at least I experienced as well like it's just the most beautiful sacred experience and after you just feel so connected to source and you know to that um energy but to remember that like we came here to this physical experience for a reason Mm -hmm. and so to connect back to that like we're not ready to cross over and go back to that source yet we're like here in this physical body inhabiting this experience for a reason and I think for we share that um like a lot of our reason for being here is to like share that light and love and yeah. with the world and a lot of that is now through our phones and social media and technology and so yeah finding a way to integrate back after so that we can just channel and share the the purest messages um with everyone and all of you guys um but yeah definitely the first week was a little rough I know like I at least had three breakdowns in the grocery store. <laughs> like, it's literally, you feel like a newborn baby. Yeah, and like a child. Yeah, like, you just, yeah, want to be <laughs> in nature. And I am so grateful that I live in Kauai. And so after I was able to just be immersed in the abundant, beautiful nature of Kauai and, you know, have time to just connect back with myself and ground and also be around um, the people that I love. And my mom and dad were visiting shortly after. So that was beautiful as well. Um, yeah, all the things. Yeah, I all think the things. that... It was, I'm, my, I, I guess Chloe said she got out of ceremony like a week ago. Mine was um, about a month and a half ago. So, But I'm still even integrating. It's just like it's a, a day by day. But I really think that it's all a part of your overall journey. Like... You know, you learn so much from the medicine and actually in ceremony, but the real work happens when you then go into your day to day and implement it in every interaction and every conversation. Yeah, totally. I think that um, for anyone listening, if you're maybe about to go into ceremony, if you're really, really looking into it, I would definitely plan on allotting 
I mean, Abby and I are lucky we don't have people telling us when we have to work, so we can take off however much time we want. But if that's not the case for you, I would definitely recommend having like at least a week off of work Mm -hmm. um, post ceremony. And yeah, just make sure you have something lined up where you're really closely connected to nature, whether it's like an Airbnb in the forest or somewhere near the ocean, somewhere where you can really like listen to the trees and the birds and ground yourself with the earth because you will feel so overwhelmed I cried like 18 times in one day (laughs) um I was like crying to a customer service lady (laughs) on the phone for no reason so yeah you're just very very emotional and yeah the physical world just seems impossible (laughs) when you first exit Mm -hmm. the ceremony so so just be easy with yourself and like Chloe said a lot time to digress and integrate yeah slowly and at your own pace it's an important I think all together you should just account like a whole month between like before during and after because before the ceremony like you're preparing by following a very specific dieta and f- eating only like plant-based foods and mm-hmm. eating really healthy and clean and not watching scary movies not participating in sexual activity not doing anything to like overwhelm your mm-hmm. subconscious and that's a part of the journey yeah. and then the during part is obviously taking the medicine and experiencing the lessons from Mother Ayahuasca. And that's a journey in itself. And then the post-Ayahuasca, that's a journey in itself. Mm-hmm. Like it's all, it's an all-encompassing journey. And and once Ayahuasca has you and has had your attention and has done, worked her magic on you, like it stays in you forever. Like the spirit yeah. of her stays with you forever. And obviously I'm only a week into this, but I know that I will implement the things that I learned in my journey forever for the rest of my life. And I'll always go back to Mother Ayahuasca when I feel called. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so just knowing that not only is there the after merging part, but it's Mm -hmm. just a whole thing, like an all-encompassing journey. Yeah, and they say like, and you probably experienced this as well, but when, like the moment that you um, decide to like sit in ceremony, whether that's like, Venmoing money or confirming your spot or whatever and that could be two months before a month before whatever like ayahuasca starts to work on you so at least for me like the weeks leading up to ceremony I didn't want to be around anyone I really just wanted to go internal like I felt like I was already starting the cleanse like purifying I you know had like all sorts of old negative thought patterns limiting beliefs coming up and I knew it was so that I could fully release all of them so it can be like a really emotional time, as Chloe's saying, leading up to it because she is starting to like work on you and work with you and get you to trust her so that in cere- you can get the most out of your ceremony. Yeah, and be like comfortable with everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sounds ridiculous to say that like, oh, she starts working on you and you like mentally commit to her, but she really does. Like I, don't, like I said before, you, it's hard to understand mm-hmm. or comprehend, but it really is this like divine consciousness and she just knows Mm -hmm. like you I went through so many different like trials and tribulations leading up to the ceremony and you get waves of like anxiety and like being so scared and then waves of like so excited and ready Mm -hmm. and connected and um so I guess that kind of leads into the next question talking about this um which is someone asked tips for someone who feels called to um experimenting with plant medicine and is really nervous Mm mm-hmm um, which is normal. So I don't know if you want to start on that, Abby. For sure. Yeah, I would say it's completely normal. Um, but if you feel the calling, you'll know. And it, like as we said, it will align effortlessly and it will like come into your path. Um, when it's meant to. Right, exactly. And But I think as far as the nervousness, maybe I already said this or maybe I was just saying this to Chloe before, but like what eased my nerves of it was um the knowing that the only person you're going to meet in ceremony and through plant medicine is yourself because it's all just a reflection of your own subconscious and she will only show you or I guess I'm speaking of ayahuasca but plant medicines will only show you what you need to see and what you need to hear um from your internal world and inside your brain and the inner workings and it's so beautiful and fascinating and like yeah parts of I mean ayahuasca at least can be really really deep and sad and 
I mean, scary for some people, overwhelming, like you can relive old memories or whatever it is, but to know that like in the end, it's the most beautiful, like liberating feeling because Mm -hmm. you, she's showing you, plant medicines are showing you what you need to bring to your conscious awareness so that you can work through and release and let go so you know it's not like you're going to have random visions of something completely outside of yourself that's like scary whatever it's like literally only internal and what you have experienced and what is going on in your own conscious um, mind so yeah that's what helped me a lot um alleviate some of my nerves yeah and just reiterating what abby said ayahuasca specifically and i'm sure other plant medicines as well but is really like a magnifying glass on your subconscious mm-hmm. mind. So like ayahuasca will really show you whether or not your mind is an enjoyable place to be, mm-hmm. which I think in itself is a really beautiful, powerful lesson. Um, I'm really grateful and Abby as well. Like my ceremonies and my journeys were pretty lighthearted. I don't know if lighthearted is the word because it was very mentally challenging at times and there was a lot of things that came up. It was like, whoa. But for me, I had like a relatively beautiful journey with lots of love and light and just really beautiful lessons. But for some people who are just jumping into ayahuasca, not having doing any healing, not having doing any assessment of their ancestral trauma or of their past and has repressed a lot of their childhood or have repressed a lot of the negative things that they've experienced in their life, then ayahuasca may be like, more hectic for you because Mm -hmm. you haven't done any of that work and that's not to say like you shouldn't do ayahuasca I guess but Mm -hmm. just knowing that at the end of the day plant medicines and ayahuasca specifically like really is a magnifying glass on your mind and as Abby said like she won't show you anything that you can't handle um so in terms of nerves like obviously those are going to be natural like I felt like I was going to throw up before Mm -hmm. I drank my first glass of medicine and I just remember being like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, like surrender, surrender, surrender. Um, That's a huge part of the medicine too, Mm -hmm. is just knowing that ayahuasca is this divine consciousness and she ultimately is going to be working through your body to help heal you and to help bring you closer to yourself, returning to love, returning to innocence, returning to your natural state of being and being able to surrender to that Mm -hmm. is the definitely like just know that's probably the toughest part of your entire yeah. journey is being able to surrender to the medicine and say like, you know, like I'm here, I surrender, I trust you, I know that you're holding me and I know that, um, yeah, you're going to hold me with love and just return me to myself. Yeah, yeah. And no matter what it is that you need to go through or see is you will always be returned to love at the end. Like, you know, she's not going to like throw you through the loop and like bring you through shit and just leave you there yeah like it's all a part of the process and like chloe's saying to surrender and trust and know that she's showing you what she needs to to return you to the highest frequency of love to yourself to the core of you and that you know by the end most ceremonies are at least two nights by the end of the ceremony the second night you will feel um like so pure and so alleviated from everything yeah you'll yeah you just there's always just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel like it (laughs) may be a really really tough journey and you may be crying and sobbing and purging every 30 minutes and you may be just moaning and crying and aching because of all the emotional pain that you're going through but at the end you will feel like this giant weight lifted off of your Mm -hmm. body and just feel so clean and pure and you literally feel like you may have just gotten through hell and back but you yeah, it's like a breath of fresh air when you're done and it's it's worth it mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so yeah, if you're feeling nervous, maybe that made you more nervous. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it's natural. Like it, it mm-hmm. It's like pretty much asking divine consciousness to be like, show me all the darkest shit in my mind and help me heal it. Yep. <laughs> Not an easy pill to swallow. I mean, even like um, the shamans that we were with, I don't know, can we name them or we'll yeah we'll just leave it at shamans yeah beautiful angels um (laughs) like have drank the medicine probably 30 times more probably um you know and they're like every time I'm still nervous like it's completely normal but I think you can differentiate like um nervousness excited nervousness like you're on the right path and like nervousness that's like too much or like this is not right right now this is too much resistance um sort of thing 
Yeah. So again, you know, just tune in and trust your intuition um, yeah. because there can be a good nervousness or like a nervousness that's telling you like that's not the path right now. So to just follow that. Yeah. And with that being said, actually something me and Abby really wanted to touch on is knowing that um, at the end of the day, like ayahuasca is a modality, like a healing modality mm-hmm. that can help you quote unquote but it's just a tool it's just a vehicle at the end of the day you have to help you like Mm -hmm. ayahuasca is just a tool to help reveal to you what you need to work on like everything Mm -hmm. will eventually lead back to you you can go to spiritual healers you can do breath work you can do meditation you can do this you can do that but knowing like you can't be like, oh, I'm going to go to ayahuasca and it's going to heal me. Mm-hmm. Ayahuasca is not going to heal you. Ayahuasca is going to show you how to heal yourself. Right. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. And just knowing, yeah, like don't be like, oh, I have so many problems. I'm going to go do ayahuasca. It's going to help me. Yeah. It's like it's actually probably going to make things worse because mm-hmm. it's just going to reveal to you all the shit that you have to work through and yeah just knowing that it's just a tool it's simply a tool and a vehicle to get you closer to returning to yourself and returning to innocence and love mm-hmm. yeah Aho. Aho. um yeah the last question we got um was what uh sorry major. what major revelations did you have post ayahuasca so i guess yeah we can chat about yeah, because we said we we don't want to go into, like, the details, really, of our personal journeys um, because it is just a personal, sacred thing, and it honestly is super relevant. We more want to just, like, download the major revelations that we have had um, and gone through. Um, so, yeah, Chloe, hit us with one of your major revelations. Maybe we can just go back and forth. Cool. Yeah, I think um, just... Um going off of what Abby said in terms of sharing our journeys I've had a lot of people even people that I don't know like at all have never met or hardly talked to ask me about um my experience and my journeys and my ceremonies and as much as I'd love to share that I think just for you to know and for you to be respectful of like to your friends or anyone that you that do experiment with ayahuasca is knowing that it really is a sacred experience and it's it's legitimately hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like even I had beautiful experiences, but I have no desire to share it with anyone other than like my close friends or family. Um, just because I feel like the more you share it, the less sacred it is. And especially if you are sharing it to someone who doesn't understand ayahuasca or who, who may think it's like woo woo or like crazy or mm-hmm. I don't know. And then it kind of like doles and like waters down, like how you truly feel about that experience. And for yeah. me, they were so, so, so profound and sacred and I hold them really close to my heart that I just don't feel the need to share something that's so personal to me. Um, but yeah, we can share just more like general um, revelations. And mm. um, let's see, I think for me, the biggest thing is just realizing that um, we're so much more than these physical bodies There's so much more divine orchestration going on outside of the physical world and just in nature in itself, the insane synchronicities and connection and unity that goes on in nature between weather and plants and just, I don't know, it's just so divine and you really feel that to your core when you're using the medicine, especially after the medicine, like you pretty much see everything through different pair of eyes and everything seems so much more divine and Mm -hmm. sacred and connected. And, um, I really had that revelation through the plant medicine. One of my journeys was just reiterating to me how everything in this world is just a vibration and energy and we can get there, be there and have that and do that and be that if it's all just a decision and I learned that like really strongly through the medicine Mm and um yeah just remembering like how important our connection is to source and whether you call that god or the universe or you know wherever that may be is having that connection to source and always returning to that connection to help ground you and to help remember that you are so sought after you are so protected you are so loved there is so much um I don't know just love and orchestration going on behind like the Mm -hmm. veil of this physical world and remembering that helps you just really yeah stay in tune with who you are and know that 
this human experience is so freaking sacred mm-hmm. and a beautiful just existing is is truly enough of a gift for me I just feel so lucky lucky to have this spirit to have this soul encompassing this human body and to be able to have sensations and feel and love and connect mentally physically spiritually emotionally with other people mm, is such a such a such lucky a gift. such a gift <laughs> so that's kind of one of them for me we'll go back and forth but I'll yeah. have Abby share a few now yeah I guess along with what this one of mine goes like kind of off of what Chloe's sharing is just like the emphasis that we yeah, like whether you call it source or God or the universe, whatever, is to just understand that we chose to come here into this experience, um, like into this physical body. And when we all cross over, we return to our source, which is the highest frequency of love. Like we return back and that is like our home. But we like literally one day we're chilling with source and like, all right, it's time for me to go to the physical world and share x y and z or create x y and z and so like our fucking favorite song blessed we are (laughs) hopefully we can like play a snippet of that in this podcast because it's so beautiful but just like remember why you came here like remember your life is sacred like you Mm -hmm. came here you chose to come here for a reason so even through like the darkness and the, the hard times and the resistance to like keep that in mind that like you are here for a reason and you are pure positive light energy like you are literally the purest form of light and love and yeah to remember that you chose to come here and that you're here for a reason um so to not like it's so easy to just go about your day by day and forget like all of these things to forget the grand scheme of things the goodness yeah the goodness deliciousness of life (laughs) right like just sit with your salad and be like holy shit these the spinach is so amazing i'm so blessed to like have this in my existence just like to remember say thank you all the time um yeah but i guess that was kind of just off of chloe's revelation um yeah a lot of my journey was all about opening my heart and releasing and shedding all of these walls that I have built up over all of the years and I think this is a very common thing for a lot of people um no matter or depending what you've gone through in your life um a lot of people put it we put up walls we put up walls around like our heart around ourselves because we don't want to be hurt we don't want to be seen like it's more comfortable to live that way um and so yeah a lot of my journey was all about shedding all of these layers and the importance of fully releasing all of this and shedding all of these walls so that you can open yourself up to receive the unconditional love that surrounds you so you can really be fully present in your relationships in um you know your friendships your romantic partners whatever it is because like Chloe was saying you are so loved and you are so safe like safe was I heard it for like three hours in one of my journeys um mother ayahuasca will show you a concept and show you it 600 more times and then 600 more times until you get it until it's embedded in your core and so for me that was a huge one of just how safe we all are how held we all are at all times and there's no reason to put up all of these walls to try and protect ourselves um because we're really just closing ourselves off to the beauty which is pure human connection and just existing freely and openly um so yeah that was a really beautiful beautiful revelation for me and has just been a constant daily practice 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 like she showed me so many beautiful things and so many different um, memories and times in my life but now it's like the real work is like coming back into the physical world and approaching my relationships differently and like truly seeing people and opening myself up to people and opening myself up to receive like unconditional love because we all deserve to receive that all the time yeah that's so beautiful and I think another thing and this is just reiterating what Abby is saying is through the medicine I think whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or wherever, whenever your physical life, the things that are going on in your physical day-to-day world 
seem too much like know that you can always reconnect to that that divine that Mm -hmm. source energy that is you um your eternal consciousness like kind of step back away from the physical world and remember the things that we do have like without the phones without the homes without the jobs like we have our connection to source we have our connection to the earth like Mm -hmm. we can always return to that feeling or that emotion or that state of being by spending more time in nature and just observing and going on appreciation rampages and realizing that there's so much more to this physical body as i said like and you, you will realize that through learning, like learn to be a student of nature, mm-hmm. like learn to really reconnect to your connection to the earth. And for some of you listening, that may sound like so hippie and ridiculous, but it's the truth. Like that's the true source. That's mm-hmm. the true information that you need to hear. And um, we come from earth like we are yeah. not we aren't separate from nature and earth. We are here cohabitating with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to connect with it as much. Yeah, as just like whenever you're feeling those feelings of overwhelm and anxiety and stress, like step back away from those circumstances. Don't identify with those circumstances. Don't identify with your life circumstance and really look at the the greater, bigger picture. And just to go back on like a little bit of history of like my belief system is I I didn't used to believe like in God or in anything like Mm -hmm. my family was Christian and we would be the family that went to church for Christmas and Easter and sometimes like my grandma would like read me scriptures scriptures from the Bible and I just like what is this like I don't understand this and I just thought that believing in God or believing in any sort of higher power just was too much to comprehend and was silly and and didn't resonate with me but now that I've gone so deep into self-discovery which is really what me and Abby are emphasizing here is the importance of self-discovery I've I've realized that there is so much more to this physical body and I I I genuinely feel the most divine connection to source or to God or to just higher spiritual realms and I know for a fact that they're there like it it's so present within me and I feel so connected with them. So I guess I feel really grateful to have experienced that shift and like almost feeling like, oh, this life is purposeless. Mm -hmm. There's nothing here. There's no one there. There's no divine orchestration. There's no higher power. But um, now working with plant medicine and obviously diving very deeply into self-discovery, I realize that there there is that divine power. And no matter what you believe in or who you call it, like it all really resonates around the same topic, which is love. Mm -hmm. And... I, I really truly believe that every single person, I know there's a lot of us, 8 billion, I believe mm-hmm. that every single human on this planet has a divine purpose. Mm-hmm. And that can vary from case by case, whether it's your purpose is to be the president or your purpose is to make more people laugh on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I think that everyone presents a very special gift to this world. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you, you would not be here if you weren't meant to be. Yeah. Um, so that's something I've really learned through ayahuasca, especially is just my purpose me, mm-hmm. my physical body, my spirit, my soul is sacred and I'm I'm here for a reason. I and I will forever remind myself why I'm here and mm-hmm. to just to be of service to others and to spread love and yeah, just be as connected to the divine as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think an important part as well, another revelation, all sorts of things that go hand in hand with this is Maybe you feel like you have no idea what your purpose is. You see all these people, like, well, they have it figured out. You know, they know. And I just don't feel like I have a purpose. Like, all these things, like Chloe is saying, is to remember that you are literally always being sent signs. You are always guided. Um, You are always being sent signs. And all of these signs are literally, like, your guides, your angels, the universe trying to get you onto your highest path like your highest life path so that you can find that divine life purpose and yeah like a lot of the work Chloe and I do um ties hand in hand with this is to you know allow people or show them how to get on that path of their highest excitement and so to just really good book that I read all about signs it's called signs and um I can't remember the name of the author right now. Sorry, I was just looking for my book. But it's called Signs, and it it's just, yeah. I'll link it in the show notes. We'll link it. <laughs> all about paying attention to the signs and noticing that you are always being sent signs, as I keep saying. But it 
all it takes is for you to be aware of that and aware of that fact and then tune in to that truth and you will start seeing it everywhere, you know, like following your highest excitement and your highest joy is the path of love and that is how you get on your divine life path, not the path of stress and anxiety and um, pleasing other people. No, it's about your joys and your passions because they're different from everyone. So, you know, I don't think it's like we we don't even have it all figured out. You know, I'm never, <laughs> we're always discovering our purpose here on earth and like it'll evolve so many times throughout this existence. But the first step is to just be aware and start paying attention and trusting the signs that you are always being presented with, like on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And knowing that those signs are always there, whether you see them or not. Mm-hmm. And that's why this this level of self-discovery is so important because you you start to become mindful you start to become aware you start to realize and there's no such thing in my opinion there's no such thing as coincidences there's Mm -mm. no accidents everything is so intentional everything is so on purpose everything that is happening to you is because you've attracted it into your experience and it's up to you to sift through that contrast or to make lessons out of those moments or out of those experiences and um yeah, just reiterating what Abby said is those signs are there and the more you can focus on your highest excitement and focusing on you, yourself, who you are at your core and getting in the habit of asking yourself like, who am I? Mm-hmm. What do I want to do? Who do I want to show up as? Where do I want to be? And how can I find this path? Because everyone has a path, everyone has a purpose. And if you can follow the path of love and the path of highest excitement, know that you're on your path. Your path is coming Mm -hmm. to you. You're on your path. Your path is coming to you. And there's no, as Abby said, like there's no end all be all like, okay, I've made it. I'm perfect. I've sorted through all my shit. All my traumas healed. Like as you go on with life, more traumas will come up, more experiences will come up. And, but that's all a part of the process. So no, like me and Abby haven't made it. We're not like, oh, okay. I'm so stoked. So happy. Life is perfect. And I mean, I am stoked and I am so happy. Yeah. But there's no like final destination. This mm-hmm. is a journey forever. <laughs> It'll never end. And I'm sure that the next time I do ayahuasca, I'll have another lesson presented to me and I'll have another trauma to work through and I'll yeah. have another experience to sort through. But yeah, like if you're in a place right now where you feel like, I just want to be happy. I just want to find my purpose. I just want to feel fulfilled. Like, yes, of course, that's something that you can work towards achieving, but know that once you get there, you're not just going to be happy there. You'll mm-hmm. you'll want to evolve more and transform more and discover more. So it's just finding, enjoying the becoming mm-hmm. and always enjoying the becoming, always enjoying the journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think one of people's biggest concerns when, um, you know, talking about their passions or following their highest path is all around money. Um, you know, like, well, I need this job because it's stable or X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And so to just remember the truth that like everything, money is energy. And when you are following your life, divine life purpose and your path and your joys and your excitement, um, yeah, and you are like servicing the world with your gift, the money will follow. Like mm-hmm. it will follow you without a doubt. And you, you're going to learn so many things along the way until you do find that, you know, thing and that passion that does also compensate you money. But like yeah. it is there and it is following you when you are following that path. Like you are always provided for when you're on yeah. the path of love. You are always provided for. Exactly. And that's what you realize through the plant medicine or, or just through self-discovery is that you are always provided for. Like when you go, the universe goes with you mm-hmm. and there's nothing that you cannot be or do or have. And I think for me, ayahuasca like really implemented that to me and just mm-hmm. pressed that into my head. Like anything you want, you can have, like mm-hmm. you want it, you've got it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you find that path. Um, so just trusting that and holding on to that sacred truth and like knowing whether it's money or a job or a career or a family or support or friends, it's all there, you know, it's just waiting for you to achieve it. Like all mm-hmm. of everything in life is a gift and it'll all come to you when you start to believe that life is a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think we've said this a thousand times, but just returning to love, like love is the highest frequency that you can tap into and learning to embed and stitch love into every ounce of your being and your human experiences and your relationships and your intentions and everything. Like Love is the answer. <laughs> 
Love is the answer. Hmm. I love all these crystals. We have like six crystals surrounding us right now. Yeah, they're beautiful. There's really good energy in here right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no idea how long we've been talking for, but hopefully this has been really helpful and inspiring and just informative. Um, Maybe Avi and I sometime will be together a lot in the next few months so we could record like a round two episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for one, I will be using and experimenting and holding plant medicine very, very close to my heart. Um, The amount of gratitude that I feel for ayahuasca and for plant medicine is out of this world, Mm -hmm. unconditional. It is so sacred and so... Yeah, I think if there's anything you can take away from this, just know that like that healing modality is there and it's very powerful, it's very real, it's very sacred, it's very divine and if it's meant for you, you will find it. Mm-hmm. Like I said in the beginning, what you seek is seeking you and um, if you ever have more questions, me and Abby are happy to to help you with that and I'm sure both of us will be posting more and more about our lessons and trials and tribulations through the medicine but yeah, we just wanted to open this space up to talk about this and maybe bring our opinions and our light to the situation to ease your anxieties or just help you feel more connected to yourself and know that self-discovery is the path to love. Um, the more time you spend servicing your happiness and servicing yourself first, like everything else important will fill in around it. And yeah, we just want to be the catalyst to help you realize that and I really hope that this was was helpful and enlightening and inspiring and beautiful for you. Um, we've really enjoyed recording it. Um, so I guess we'll conclude this episode, Abby, unless you have any other last minute bits you want to say. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Thanks for <laughs> holding space for us as well. Um, yeah, as you guys can probably tell, it's like vulner- very vulnerable for us to talk about all of this. So yeah. we appreciate your um, listening and your trusting um yeah and take whatever resonated with this implement it into your life if things didn't resonate that's beautiful as well um yeah follow your highest excitement and your joys and the path of love and you will be guided exactly where you need to be always yep beautiful and with that being said abby i like to end the podcast on a final question which i ask everyone and I'm sure this will be a beautiful definition (laughs) that will probably be redundant of the entire podcast, but Mm -hmm. I would love to know what your definition of love is. Mm. I would say, I mean, love, as we said, is in everything. Love is all encompassing. Love is the energy that has created worlds and we are love. Um, Yeah. And to me, love is freedom to love everyone and everything in your life freely give everyone and everything freedom to be as they are to do as they please to express themselves as they please um because when we can truly love unconditionally is when we can set everyone free you know love without attachments love without boundaries um to just love without um expecting anything in return to love unconditionally and yeah love 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 is all we need love is all we need love is the answer blessed we are (laughs) we're gonna put that song in here somehow yeah (laughs) blessed we are i'm gonna put it in the show notes everyone needs to listen to this song um we will conclude the podcast with that um yeah please share this with anyone and everyone um you can if this resonated with you we really or i really appreciate your support and me and abby obviously Mm -hmm. would love this message to be revealed to as many people as possible return to love return to innocence and be the best that you can be Mm -hmm. for the sake of this earth so thank you again for listening um and yeah i'll put all the things that we referenced maybe in the show notes the books and songs and all of those things um Mm -hmm. yeah thank you so much and we'll talk soon aho aho (laughs) (laughs) thanks guys
That concludes this episode for today. I acknowledge you for taking the time out of your day to expand your level of awareness with me. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, I encourage you to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, if you choose to share it on your Instagram story, feel free to tag me at infinite.creators and let me know what you loved about it. If you wrote a review, don't forget to screenshot it and email it to me so I can send you a free copy of my cookbook or my dream life workbook. Thank you again so much for listening. Your support means the world to me and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.